All right, what's going on, Team Red, Team Green, Team Blue? Um, you are <laughs> listening to CPU. That's Computer Podcast Utility. Uh, this is Z Targeting's tech podcast inaugural episode, laying some new ground. Uh, Say I'm the title. Say the title. Computer Podcast Utility. No, I was meaning the title of the episode, not the oh. title of the podcast. CPU episode one. Uh, it's called a new build. It's got dual meanings because we're we're cool like that. Uh, one, not only are we going to talk about my own new build and what I what I went with and why I chose that, but just uh, in a more broad sense, something new, something new from Z Targeting, our second podcast um, to to dive into the tech side of things that we've definitely touched on on Codec Call, our gaming podcast. So make sure to search and listen and subscribe to Codec Call on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, etc. If you have not already, check us out talking about gaming there. Jeez. Did you, did you like, script this? No. That was, that was pretty fluid. Dang. Surprised. Go ahead. Born podcaster, bro. I, I, yeah, clearly. So I'm Luke. Tonight I am joined by Dakota. What's going on? What is up? Um, so I would pimp our social media stuff. Um, I guess it'll probably be the same for Z Targeting. So follow at Z Targeting 2016 for news on both CPU yeah. and Codec Call. Um, and if there's any CPU specific social media things, we'll we'll uh, discuss those too. Make sure they're pointed out. Right, right, right. Yeah, all, all of our stuff should be the same for the both of them. All right, I guess should we get right into it? Um, yeah, because I, I want to know, I want to know your thought process behind this this build here. Yep. So, I guess a little bit of background on um, it should it should probably give you, each of us time to discuss kind of our background with with PCs and PC hardware, but. I think tech. Just discuss tech. Background with tech. Um, I mean, then in general, I've been about tech my entire life. Um, grew up loving video games, played Nintendo and Super Nintendo with my babysitters, and ever since then I was hooked and um, messed around with what I could with my parents' computer. And, you know, my, my grandma gave me an old computer that um, I had in my bedroom for a long time when I was a kid, and I played Solitaire. And I tried to, I actually, I bought StarCraft from Walmart for like nine bucks. And this was in, it must have been like 2004. Yeah, I I remember that. I tried to run StarCraft on this this ancient PC that my grandma handed down to me. And it ran at like five frames a second. But that was kind of an interesting challenge. And, um, you know, my parents had had a Dell PC for a long time that I messed around with however I could with what I was able to do with, I, th- I think I installed a, a wireless card on it, honestly. Really? Yeah, there was uh, there was one internet-related thing I installed. It, it had to have been a wireless card then. Yeah. Like, especially for that time, just because, yeah. like, most of them didn't come with that. So, yeah, yeah I could see that. That's kind of crazy. I had no... <laughs> I honestly forgot about that until we started talking about these things. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I think it's funny to, like, I feel like I've known you a long time. Like at least the majority of my life, of my life, um, 
and I never, I didn't know that you ever did that. That's well, crazy. I think there was something we we must have needed that to get to to broad. Yeah, you because I was right. we had AOL for the longest time, and I I could not stand it, and I was I was an annoying child and bothered my parents about it constantly. Can we go to broadband? And then eventually, in in rural Midwest America, we we got broadband, but it was like satellite. It wasn't your normal cable. It was mm-hmm. it was some kind of satellite thing. So I think that's why we had to go to the wireless. Really? Yeah. You had satellite internet too. That's but so it, crazy. It was it was it was not pristine. Well, no, but I'm just I I just remember thinking like whenever I was out there, like whenever whenever we were growing up, um, obviously we didn't grow for anybody listening. We didn't grow up that far from each other. We we are childhood friends. I think you could safely say. Yeah. Uh, and because of, but like I remember thinking my parents like we couldn't get internet at our house either. And I saw the – I remember being up in the middle of the night one night, and I saw a HughesNet commercial, and I went ballistic. And I was like, Mom, Dad, we can get internet. We can get internet. And, that, like, my parents were very much like, oh, that's that's just a wise tale. You can't believe anything you see late at night on TV. So, like, I didn't think that it ever worked because my parents were like, it doesn't work like that. And I thought they knew everything. So, like, it's weird to think that one of my friends at that time had a satellite internet connection, and I I thought they didn't work. (laughs) I mean, it didn't work great. It was okay. It's better than what we had. We didn't have internet. Yeah. Um, But other than that, you know, gearing more towards the tech side on that computer that we had for the longest time, I played Half-Life 1. I played Team Fortress Classic. um, Civilization 3 like six seven eight years after it came out because i couldn't run civ 4 um and then in general i've I've been a huge fan of games my entire life and listen to code i call to to dig in more into that um other tech things been about smartphones since smartphones started to become a thing i've I've flip-flopped personally from iphone to android back and forth you know every every few years it seems like but um that is what it is i just like trying new stuff Mm mm-hmm I guess in terms of in terms of PC or tech stuff, that's the that's the big things. Yeah, the yeah definitely. Uh, yeah. So well, well, I'm kind of like I'm kind of like you, where most of my interests really started from video games. Um, I do know that whenever I lived in my honestly, my like. Com- I consider myself somebody that likes computers a lot and loves phones. Like, I care... The weird part is is that I feel like I care more about a phone for, like, progressively getting better. I find them more interesting than I do a computer. Because I feel like computers are are intermittent upgrades where like you'll be like yeah we got you know an extra uh i don't know this cpu is 0.0003 percent faster than the previous one but in the terms of cell phones it's more like this one is a lot faster and it holds i mean jesus we had like the notes for instance i remember thinking um like uh the note which one was it the note nine they had the Note 8 had, like, a max of, like, 500-something gigs that it could hold. But then the uh, Note 9 jumped it to, like, 2 terabytes. 
like it's just I feel like they just progress so much faster. So um Oh yeah, I guess I'm supposed to start the history, huh? Anyways though, so uh computer side of things, I really wasn't really big into computers until like much much later than you definitely because you were doing all this stuff and we didn't even have a computer for most of my life growing up at least and i didn't really get into computers until um i would say 2013 or so jesus that's so late um but like i remember living in georgia and i had a couple friends in georgia and we were all like really big tech people but I had one friend that was in Georgia, and he was like, dude, I just want to be a hacker. I just want to learn how to hack. That's all I care about. That's all I want to do. And I was like, all right, dude, have fun with that. But, like, he he needed somebody to push him along. So it was like I pushed him along by showing him things that he didn't know, and he pushed me along by showing th- me things that I didn't know. And together, I feel like we, like, formed a really good va- foundation. And, like, now I consider myself knowing quite a lot and the interesting thing is that like a computer doesn't require you to learn anything like you can learn everything you need to it doesn't require you to go out and get a book it it more requires you just opening it up and figuring out what it does and like an engine i guess and um that's really like so i just started taking computers apart i remember at one point in time my um apartment in georgia i had five different laptops all taken apart in various different states of working and like i had no reason to do this and i was keeping parts for some weird reason that i had no idea why i had parts like i i had ram like uh sodium car uh whatever you want to call them for laptops all over my apartment but like I didn't have a laptop that could hold that because a laptop holds like two, maybe four sticks at a time, maybe, and four is extremely rare. So like I had like ten of these, and I had nowhere to put them. And it was just because I just thought it was cool to have all this stuff. Um, so that's really where everything started. Um, phone side, I've jumped around. Believe it or not, nobody's gonna believe this, but I have tried iPhones. I have tried Apple products. I have no problems with Apple products. Um, I prefer Android phones after experiencing um, Apple phone, uh, an iPhone for quite some time. Um, but I, I definitely prefer phones over computers, but I still very much love computers. I guess that's it. And I, I think I'm the opposite, so hopefully we can both bring d- different sides of the story to the to this podcast. But like, I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan of phones, but to me, it's, it's the differences aren't that big. So I'm, I've been more excited about. I guess that's, lately. I mean, yeah, they, I I will say that I kind of credit you on getting me interested in phones because I remember you were the first person I know to have the original Droid phone. Yeah, and you're. I think that you were definitely the first person, not the first person in the world, but like. In our town, I think you were the first one to have a droid phone. Like, I, I feel like you got it day one, man. It was shortly after release. Yeah, I just remember you were obsessed with that, and I thought the, like, design of it was so cool. I, I secretly loved that phone, and I was super jealous that you had it. And at the time, because we were both in high school, you couldn't... Like, a phone was kind of, especially then, because, like, not everybody had a phone. So a phone was definitely, like, a status symbol. And for you to have that, I was super jealous. 
I super jealous. I must but, have busted my ass being a cashier to save up for that. Because now that I think about it, how did I have the money for that? I can tell you how you have the money for that, but it's not that big of a deal. Scanning groceries. Well, yes, but also, like, at that time, it was more like every phone cost $200, like, flat. Yeah. Like, that's what you had to – I don't know how it worked. I just remember being, like, no phone goes over $200. But they were more strict on the, your two-year contracts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that's how it worked, yeah. They they suckered you into two-year contracts, and so then you would spend $200 for the phone, but then over time, because you were stuck in two years, you would just – they would make up the difference. Yeah, and it was a lot harder to like upgrade or change. So I guess Dude, n- now there's people that are willing to spend seven hundred every year or whatever. So they're they they've loosened their contract stuff. Yeah, yeah. To allow and, that, and you could toss me into that category. Jesus Christ! Just <sighs> no, it's not. I, I've I luckily I've calmed down. I've contained myself on getting a new phone every year because I used to like. I would say from. 2013 to 2018 every single year i got a new phone every single year and i got the the newest phone whatever it was of what if it was the newest galaxy if it was the newest iphone if it was the newest um i had lg for a little bit what is wrong with me um uh i had a nexus at one point like i would get the newest phone and sometimes i would upgrade within the year just because i wanted the newest phone God, that was the life. And I like I've always been two years, sometimes sometimes even three years. And when I, I don't recommend waiting three years because these things are not designed yeah. to last. So when I waited three years, it started having a ton of issues. Um, I think I, I think it's just like what what your personal preference is because I'm like I I don't want to spend money on PC stuff more often than two three years, but I could see myself doing it more often. It's probably <laughs> the same for you with with phones. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Like I'm already. I I I have a Pixel Four XL. I mean, you have a Pixel Four. Um, I have a Pixel Four XL, and I didn't want to tell you this because you have the same phone, but mine kind of like crapped out the other day, like about a week or so ago. Um, I think that was a really one-off chance. Like my my battery detached from within the phone. It was weird. Yeah. So yeah. um, and it was weird because like. It would turn on and then turn right back off because it would like become detached. But if I like put a whole bunch of pressure on the back, I could get it to turn back on. So it was like it just popped out of its location. And these phones are not designed to open up, so I didn't do that. And I just turned it back in and I got a new one. Anyways, though, um, but like no joke, whenever that happened, this phone just came out. It's not that old. And the whole time that my phone was crapping out, I was like, I could trade this in or I could get a new phone. And the um, the I was really, really looking into the Note 10s. Gosh dang. And then I was like, I could get that. And I was like, no, I, I got to stick with the Pixel. So like I was jumping back and forth. It was a problem. Is your battery life still doing okay? Mine's fine, dude. I have I told you to get the bigger battery. You didn't want to listen. And here's the thing: I am a, I'm the kind of person that I don't learn truly until I make the mistake myself. Which is fine. So it happens. The, I'm always a two-year phone person. Maybe I change that this year because I love the Pixel Four for everything except the battery life. Yeah, and, and the battery life is not. It's honestly, it's not good. I mean, I, I've like found ways to manage it. 
I shouldn't say this on a podcast because I'm going to incriminate myself, but I'm going to do it anyways. I was at I was at work today all by myself because of the pandemic and stuff. So like I spent a lot of time. I listened to music and I listened to podcasts the entire day. I went on Twitter the entire day. I did a whole bunch of stuff on my phone. I was like watching YouTube videos, doing all that stuff, and I got I got up at six o'clock today, and my it is now 8.50, and my phone is at 27%. So, like, yeah, I have no issues from it. Granted, this is a brand new one. Remember that it's not the other one. So that could have a factor, but I have no problems with it. I was surprised that it was at, like, 40 whenever I got home today. So, yeah, definitely learned my <laughs> lesson on that side of things. So we'll look out for that next time right i mean not not to delay this not to delay you getting to your build anymore but like i completely understand why you did that i want a smaller phone i did not want the xl the only reason why i got the xl and i've told you this is because of the battery if it had a bigger battery that is the only reason why i did it i had the standard pre-ordered and then like I went to bed after I pre-ordered it, and I was like, "Man, I can't deal with that battery." And I switched to the XL, and I, I wish it was a smaller one, but the battery just, it wasn't gonna work. Yeah, it's all fine. <laughs> Moving okay. on. All right, so, I want to hear about this build. Yeah. So, um, just to kind of uh, uh, bookend what I was talking about earlier, you know, aside from my other gaming history, which listen to on code call um i had an old pc played half-life team fortress starcraft one um and then when i went to college i got a, a laptop and i remember right away i got dragon age origins the first one and i, I feel you, like what did you have in that laptop it was pretty darn good i mean for real it wasn't a gaming laptop but it was a a, a good low-end gaming good good productivity laptop um i remember i played civ 5 and portal 2 and really that was about the extent of my pc gaming um for a long time so, so was there a graphics card in it or was it integrated i don't remember huh yeah I, i'm betting it was integrated that's kind of great i mean i i played civ 5 on my um uh bio my sony bio but that did not have a graphics card and and i'm pretty sure that you had an i7 i i honestly don't remember that either i'm like 99 percent sure you had an i7 okay i'm sorry i hijacked that fine. <laughs> so so from there um in 2016 i got an alienware desktop um wanted to get into to pc gaming for real um so that had a and I, it was an i7 6th gen, so that was a 6700, not unlocked. Um, it, had a, it came with a GTX 1070. And I, I remember one reason I, I jumped on that real quick is because uh, when Bitcoin mining was going crazy, it was cheaper to get a, a complete uh, pre-built PC than the graphics card itself. So kind of lucked out there. Um, I guess that's those are probably the main specs people want to hear about. And it, it it was fine. It was it's a, it's a good PC, very solid. And I mean, new stuff from 2019 
can't really run it at high settings and maintain 60 by any means 30 for the most part 30 frames a second but um honestly what got me into building and getting into hardware was this past black friday um to be honest with you i spent a lot of money on on gaming stuff console wise and then a a monitor deal popped up it was a deal Dell G Sync, 144 hertz, 1440p. It's a TN. It's TN glass, so it's not the best image quality, but it's low response rate, or uh, it, you know, averages one one millisecond in response time. Right. So gaming-wise, it's it's great. The image quality is slightly lacking, but uh, with since G Sync is a proprietary thing, it costs a little more generally. So I lucked out in. Finally, getting a G-Sync monitor for semi-decent price, uh, Black Friday, and then when I fired that up and finally played something in like a hundred, hundred frames a second on G-Sync, I was like, "Holy shit, I've been missing out." And I mean, that's the biggest, the biggest thing for PC gaming right now is like, if you can get yourself an adaptive sync monitor set up somehow, and you have a decent, decent build that can run well. Like that that's the game changer mm-hmm. more than 4k and anybody that listens to Kodak call knows that i'm a huge shill for the xbox one x <laughs> displaying at 4k but but and, that, and that's nice that, that's that's awesome i do enjoy that but it's the frame rate and the stable stable display with adaptive sync that in the past few years has really really been a game changer and kind of swayed me so from there um looked at the monitor i got the monitor and i was like what's the next thing i can upgrade it's going to be a graphics card and then um, I was like, in order to to get a new graphics card, if I wanted to, I'm gonna need more power supply because uh, it came with a 450 watt, and I would probably be between 450-500. I'd be I was right on the cusp of needing something bigger. So I ended up uh, and uh, to note on that, the Alienware um, built-in power supply was super super loud. That's one thing about uh, Alienware is like it comes with a good processor, a good graphics card, and a lot of other stuff they cut the corners on to get the price down, which makes sense. I mean, I really think that you should we, you should just really put that in the um, all pre-builds do that. Especially the power supply, they all cut out the power supply. Like that, that corner is cut every single time. Power supplies and pre-builds are terrible. And the thing is, don't go pre-build if, you're, if you want an upgrade path really at the end of the day mm-hmm. um yeah and so, so i mean if you go through uh, i buy power or, or cyber power or whatever they are that I mean, definitely gives you a lot more well you could you could you could definitely have an upgrade path but it's not necessarily guaranteed right alienware you're pretty limited um so the power supply was mad loud that was the thing i would need to upgrade if i wanted to go further so i was like i'll upgrade the power supply that's that's a one step forward and did that, and that basically required me to unplug almost everything from the motherboard. So that was a really good learning experience, and it took me a long time. Um, did it over New Year's, actually, uh, when I had those days off. And very scary, but ended up working out. Good learning experience, and it <laughs> and the machine ran really quiet. After why that. was it? Uh, I'm curious why it was scary. It was just the first thing I did, you know. First, oh, okay. First, well, aside from that network card thing years and years ago. <laughs> <laughs> it was the first real upgrade I had done. Right, right. And, and then I also 
upgraded from the stock RAM, which was one 16 gig card of of no name RAM at uh, 2400. Uh, is it hertz or megahertz? Whatever the is it, whatever hertz. hertz or megahertz. Um, I went. I, I heard Corsair Vengeance was really good RAM, and I liked how. Well, this is shallow, but I liked how their RGB Pro. Oh my god. Stuff look. It comes in a nice like brushed metal enclosure. It it's it looks and feels slick. Right. Um. But that was that was and it was on sale. That was the RGB. Yeah. I just think that that's funny. I, you're the last person on this earth that I would see like getting it, wanting well, RGB as that much. I didn't want the RGB. I wanted the metal. Oh, the the rest of the the enclosure was I mean, metal. Because I'm I'm strictly against like bare minimum RGB. Like you got really? some cool. You, you, RAM looks good. You got you got your GTX what Nvidia on the side of the graphics card. That's cool. Other than that, I don't need crazy stuff. That, that's just a distraction. Wow. You're, I'm I'm interested in your design philosophy here. Yeah, to be honest, I'd I'd go all black on everything if I could. Really? Yeah. Gosh, but, uh, that is I'm so shocked right now. But yeah, so what? When it comes to the the PC itself, when it comes to keyboard mouse, yeah, have have fun with it. My current setup is pl- plenty bright. Um, when it comes to peripherals, but when it comes to the PC itself. I want to keep that minimal, minimal flair, you know. I mean, I guess I'll take your word for it. So, and I I, I made those upgrades. One to get the the power supply quieter. The RAM was dual channel because I was running single channel from the stock stick, and uh, allegedly dual channel gives you a pretty big upgrade. Just the fact that it can go to two, uh, two modules. Mm-hmm. Um. So that. From it was honestly from Black Friday of last year that just kind of s- snowballed into me researching everything I could and learning as much as I could um, in a relatively short amount of time. Um, so it eventually came to the point where I was like, I am itching and dying to build a PC because you know the the power supply upgrade basically had me tear down to some extent almost everything. N- not not everything but a lot of it right so i was like i went from i'm incredibly terrified to dude i think i, I could do it. i think i could do it you know i remember whenever we were talking about i can't remember what i asked you or like what we were looking for but on the podcast we were doing the the um uh the video one we were doing a video cast quote unquote and um i was like are you sure and i was saying okay we're opening this thing up and i like showed you how to open your own computer and you were like stressing out i don't know if you remember that but i thought it was funny how you know uh how the mighty have fallen no wait that's not the right <laughs> phrase it uh, works started from the bottom now we're here <laughs> right but the, here i'm saying like you went from that from being scared of me telling you how to open up your computer to like taking well building your own yeah it, it is it is crazy you know and it, it, when i think back on it there was like short bursts where i was really interested in something mm-hmm. and then i went from i had to get a laptop for college and installed a bunch of games on it i got a a, a pc gaming pc that i think was a pretty pretty solid buy at the time 
to I made a few upgrades that made a big difference to that pushed me to build my own thing. Build oh my god! Movie. And then your Alienware PC. Oh my god, that cracks me up still. Do you remember that picture that you sent? No. Yeah, you you sent me a picture and you're like, after I like got on you about getting um a gaming computer. And I was like, dude, you need a gaming computer. You need a gaming computer. And you're like, oh, oh you need a gaming computer, and you needed um, a pop filter, I think, for your uh, mic. I think that's what it was. So you're like, you take a picture, and you go. So I picked up a pop filter, and, like, it was this pop filter, like, on this huge stack of boxes, and in the background, you just <laughs> see that there's uh, that there's a monitor and a computer and all this other stuff. I forgot about that. <laughs> you remember funny. that, but I thought it was funny. It was one. Of, it was one of your clever, cleverer moments. Yeah. So getting into the new build, um, you know, after the the my initial kind of surge happened, I was like, okay, okay, I can, I can wait until new stuff comes out. I don't need it right now. Save up some money and, and do it when new stuff comes out. Um, and then honestly, it came from the boredom of being quarantined, or you know, we're not. A fit, you know quarantine or whatever but right. nothing's going on right now we're social distancing staying inside and i was like i can afford it i have the money now i might as well do this because i'm gonna have a little a little more time you know with with my line of work i'm still working but um i have a little more time that i would have um and i might as well do it like uh, it just i was like fuck it so what I went with, and I guess we're just going to break it down piece by piece. Um, first off is I went Ryzen 3700X. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's definitely the best cost per performance on the processor side. Um, Zen 2 architecture on 7 nanometer, which is a little more exciting than uh, Intel with 14 plus, 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 plus. I don't even know how many pluses it is anymore. <laughs> um, I believe it's better, better power draw overall because it's a 65 tdp and intel is at 95 tdp right now i believe Um, you can't go you can't go by that yeah yeah but not that that's a huge deal but i i would rather support amd pushing downwards than intel just going nuts on it which um we'll get into in a second uh it comes with the amd wraith prism cooler which is uh a decent cooler gets the job done. Um, I am going to be moving at some, like once, once the pandemic passes, mm-hmm. um, I am going to be moving for, for, uh, uh, a new role at my job. So, uh, one thing that Dakota, you did mention was like, Hey, don't put a Noctua on there because it might break off. So I have a Noctua, <laughs> uh, tower cooler ready to go. Um, but so far the, the Wraith prism has done fine. Um, I mean, it's not it's not like frigid, icy cold, but well, yeah, it, it hasn't been an issue, which is which is nice. Is it loud? How, how loud would you like? Is it a problem loud? It's not. It's it's semi noticeable, um, but it's not bad. I think yeah, but okay. Whenever you say semi noticeable, you just hear it rev up because like sometimes some people, some people, not saying that I'm one of them, but some people like don't mind it, don't mind a rev up just because you know like it's working. Yeah, but some people want it to be like deadly quiet yeah and i would say to start off with um i definitely targeted stuff to make sure it's cool enough because i i didn't i was that was another thing i was scared about is i got to make sure it's cool enough which um 
I think I probably went overboard, but I'd rather be safe than sorry. And Why? It's, it's, what do you mean you think you went overboard with keeping well, it cool? Well, I, I went as we'll get in. We'll get into the case. We'll get into the fans. I got a Noctua uh, tower cooler. I mean, which one did you get? Which Noctua? DH15, Chromax Black. Is that the? That's the biggest one. Holy crap! Oh yeah, you you kind of went. Is that the one that's built for Threadripper? I don't know. I feel like it is. But it's fine. It doesn't matter. Then, yeah, you're a little overboard. <laughs> I remember that you wanted to do a water cooler, though. So that would have been just as... Well, not really, but just as crazy. Yeah. It, it, people say that Ryzen runs hot, so that also kind of scared me. Um, I mean... But I haven't, I haven't done anything too crazy with it. I mean, intense games, like some of the more demanding games, but no... No hardcore benchmarking or whatever. Right. Um, so, I guess that was another learning experience that it, maybe next time I would target more of the the silent parts um, to improve that if, if cooling is not going to be an issue. Mm-hmm. So, another reason I pulled the trigger now and I went with Ryzen was the fact that... Um, and I'm, I'm probably not going to do this... But just the fact that I know that I'm safe on it, the Ryzen 4000 series coming out probably this fall will probably also use an AM4 chipset. Mm-hmm. So if there if I run into some kind of issue or it's crazy, crazy good and you can't pass it up or, or whatever, I have that safety net, right? Right. Uh, like I said, I'm probably not going to do that because what I ideally what I'd want to do is wait until we have... PCI 4 on everything until we have GDR, GDDR5 RAM, that kind of stuff before going to a motherboard, most likely. But I have the, the possibility of upgrading this current motherboard. Right. So if I would have pulled the trigger now on Intel, that motherboard would not have been compatible with their next set of chips. So Intel 10th Gen will, is probably coming out end of this month, early next month. And will require a new motherboard, uh, which it seems like manufacturers have had their their boards ready for a while, and Intel hasn't been able to get the temperatures down for their power draw because they're still on 14 nanometer, etc. Which we can dig into more. But um, so that that board, Jeez. I feel like there's like some slight Intel disses in this coming from you. Uh, I mean, I'm just reading what the news stories say, man. I'm just reading I know, headlines. I know that, but I I think it's funny because I feel like I feel like prior to this, you were very I don't know. I feel like you're a pro Intel. I was. I definitely was until honestly until Zen two. No. Okay. Like Zen Zen one obviously got the hype building, but I just yeah. remember at that and I wasn't doing good research, but at the time it was like Intel's still the best, but but Ryzen. Zen one architecture is is good. I mean, and, it, and then when yeah. Zen two hit, it really was like, oh, this is, you can't deny this. I mean, if you compare apples to oranges, honestly, then like the Intel, the Intel nine, into Core i nine, whatever their newest one is, because I the numbers confuse me. Um, yeah, uh, that one is like better for gaming than a Ryzen 9, but 
how much more are you spending for that Intel brand than an AMD one? And you're getting, I think it's like 0.3% more. No, it is 3% more frame rate for a car, for a processor that's like $300 more than the Ryzen one. Like you're spending that much more for 3%. Yeah. yeah. So when you, when you look at cost per, for cost for performance, it's, it's, it's a tough sell on Intel, but they are, raw performance is, is better but right um so I, I could go ninth gen right now with it and that that motherboard is going to be outdated basically as soon as i buy it right wait till 10th gen which nothing is confirmed so i was like i want to i want to build this now i don't want to wait three months you know make the decision now and then wait three months and even 10th gen is is maybe going to last another generation after that so the way things are looking, it's like there's really no reason to buy 10th gen when that comes out in a couple months because it, it sounds like they're going to hit 11th gen by the end of the year. That's also what's being indicated. Yeah, but I also feel like that was uh, very much indicated before uh, before like the real pandemic started. Yeah. So, so like n- now I'm like, I don't know if I trust any of this. So it's tough to say with anything, but but still it's like, 10th gen is again just more refined 14 nanometer and to be honest is 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 11th gen 11th gen will still be 14 nanometer it looks like yeah but um it's it's gonna have pc allegedly gonna have pcie4 and a few other upgrades that are matching with with amd's chipsets right now so all, all of that combined i was like Whatever they're doing, in a lot of ways, seems outdated. It's it's, but they're able to, to boost their cores fast enough that it's better performance. But there's these other weird things that that are are behind that they're behind on, and it's like I can pay less money for a damn good processor right now, and possibly upgrade to something that's gonna also be damn good. Right. So for for me that was that was just obvious. Right. No, I I hear some coaxing from you, this. but. <laughs> So at the very end, I get a little bit of a nod. That's nice. That's nice. I'm just kidding. I mean, I I was doing research in in only one direction and not in the other direction. I mean, shit happens, dude. Shit happens. So thank you for for your indication of which way to go. This is why we have a podcast. Yeah. (laughs) So speaking of motherboards, I went with um, an X570 board and the reason why there was I wanted to have that future proofing. And at this point, like the, the a lot of people say the best motherboard to go with is the the Tomahawk B450 for yeah. for Ryzen. And um, the price difference from what I was able to see didn't seem like it was that that much less at this point because I think older motherboards are now to the point where they've been discounted. Now they're more out of stock, so the prices are 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 pretty close to 570s x570s yeah okay i can see that yeah and it's got pcie4 so possibly adding some life there um because uh, upgrade path wise potentially i could go to the 4000 series and um hopefully you know that would last me a while because it seems like most things are gpu bottlenecked at this point 
Mm-hmm. And then as long as newer GPUs still take, you know, 16 lanes of PCIe 4 and they go to PCIe 4, I should be able to uh, upgrade to a, a newer graphics card for a while. So Right. I, that, yeah. Th- that seemed like a good future-proof decision. So I, I think when you're building, you can target either best value right now, which is was probably smart, probably the smarter way to do it. Because you, you could build a very solid PC for like 800 bucks, right? And still right. be better than like an Xbox One X and, and whatnot. Or you can go future-proofing-wise. And since I already had a solid PC that I wanted to get a lot more out of, I, I went the future-proofing route. Right. So specifically, I went with the Gigabyte Aorus uh, Pro Wi-Fi. Um, so, so far, the hardware of that board has been been great bit fine it's got the features i want um front panel USB-C, multiple m2 slots um those are the main things but solid board their bios software however is is rather buggy um actually the first time i booted it up the keyboard mouse didn't work uh, which apparently <laughs> is a known issue where the usb interface doesn't work right away so I think I just waited a while or reset it once and then it mm-hmm. started working. But that was very scary the first time. <laughs> we it up. Um, and then I'll talk about RAM once I kind of get through the motherboard. But um, the the Aorus BIOS with my RAM that I had did not work like at all. So. Um, really. I guess really, that's probably about all there is to talk about with the motherboard. It's build wise it's solid um why why did you go you went why did you go with that specific one over as you put over an msi or an asus oh yeah so i i uh, not to to talk crap about any brands but it seems like gigabyte is is slightly cheaper based on what features you have so i specifically was looking for a good amount of usb slots um on the io and USB-C front panel so, if I wanted a comparative MSI board to get USB-C on the front panel, it would have been like 30 bucks more. Mm-hmm. And, and so the case I got, which I'll get into, has front panel USB-C. So I was like, I need to take advantage of that. If I'm building new, it's gonna annoy me if I don't. So I need to take advantage. Right. Of that. I mean, yeah, especially for you to like have a case with that and it just not work. Yeah. So. That was really why. I was like, these seem the same, and this one's slightly cheaper, so I'm going to go with it. But in retrospect, um, what I learned from this point is it's probably best to go with MSI or Asus ROG. I hear a lot of good things about the ROG Strix motherboards right. um, when it comes to newer stuff. So that's probably what I should have done and what I would recommend to people. Um, so I guess to dig into the RAM, I had 16 gigs... 3200 megahertz corsair vengeance and that's that's ram that is on the the approved vendor list that specific model for this board um but when i went to xmp to um have it run it at the 3200 megahertz um i could not get it to work so this board the base base uh ram speed is 2133 which i think a lot of or if any all boards are 2133 hertz for RAM base speed, uh, which you can XMP overclock up. 
So I, I just hit XMP, didn't work. I manually set it to the timing um, that it that it's built for, changed the voltage, didn't work. Went in, manually entered in all the, or I downloaded a DRAM calculator for Ryzen, and then went in and manually entered in all the DRAM timings, didn't work, could not get it to boot. Um, I'm pr- <clears throat> now that I think about it, I'm pretty sure I put it in at, at like lower hertz like that's one other thing that people say is you know it's 3200 hertz but go go the next step down or two steps down that yeah. might, might get it to work and i'm pretty sure i did that because i'm pretty sure i did everything i could except for updating the bios which i'll get into um and that didn't work either so th- that's an approved vendor approved ram model but um when i went to reddit and aorus's forums and I believe even the, like the Linus Tech Tips forums, everyone mm-hmm. who had an issue with this seemed like everybody had Corsair Vengeance RAM. So I'm not sure what the deal is there. And I, I did not update my BIOS. One, because that's something I am still nervous about. And two, I saw some posts where somebody said, I'm on the, the most updated BIOS and it still doesn't work. So I was like, that's not worth the risk. <laughs> so... I'm sure at some point I'll update BIOS. I, I I just don't want to brick everything, and with how new it is, and that's the only problem. Right. And I've since got it fixed. I don't have a reason to. I I, I mean I think I I need to update BIOS at some point, solely for the fact that I get comfortable doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now is not the time having a brand new build. I mean IMO. Uh, dude. Uh, in the, I mean, I told you this, but in the IT world, it's if you if there's nothing wrong with your motherboard, and honestly, XMP is just more of like a. It's not mission critical. Right. Yeah. I I was gonna say like that's just more of a you want it, but you don't need it. But I understand like you spent all this money, you want that. Like you really wish that would work. I understand that, but um, I mean, but. What you were, what you potentially could have lost, would have been so much greater than what you would have gained. You know. Yep. So there's that. <laughs> so what I ended up doing is getting some G Skill Trident Z Neo RAM, um, and I went with 3600 megahertz, um, uh, since that's what's allegedly works best best with Ryzen. On is this two. is this two sticks of eight? Two sticks of eight, and you you always yeah. want to go dual band, two two sticks of eight to get to sixteen or what, or two sticks of sixteen to go to thirty two or whatever. Um, so this it didn't work perfectly right away, but it was much 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 easier. So with the gigabyte software, I think their XMP part of it is is just uh, busted, and that, that's probably mm-hmm. maybe what a BIOS upgrade would would help with. But so what I did is simply set the ram speed to it was it was one step down from 3600 so 35 something rather so still very fast mm-hmm. S- manually set the voltage to 1.35 volts has worked fine since um so you know, i spent a couple days just messing around with different settings to try to get my other ram to work and then this was i, I tried it once with just auto xmp didn't boot tried it once with this other setting it's been fine. So if you're going Ryzen, definitely recommend G-Skill Trident Z Neo. And sp- the, the Trident Z Neo is specifically like 
has Ryzen on the box, works for Ryzen. I, I'm yeah. guessing that most of their stuff is going to be really Ryzen. great either way. Yeah. I mean, yeah, G-Scale G for Ryzen is, like, the best. So that covers processor, motherboard. Doesn't that, doesn't that have RGB on it? does have RGB. <laughs> okay. But so I'm not I'm not buying strips. What color not, is it like, set to you right now? It's just like a, a shift effect, you know, rainbow oh, okay. just goes through everything. Um, the case itself, no RGB. So I went with a Fractal Design Meshify S2. Um, now, one one rabbit hole that I got into was I started looking at case reviews and I started looking at Hardware Canucks on YouTube and I love their channel. Um, ca- uh, computer cases are things that you certainly don't need to buy very frequently at all, but man, I love watching reviews of them. So, <laughs> and this was something that I really didn't know what I was going for at first. I was just like, right. a Corsair, some random Corsair case looks fine. I'll go with that. And then eventually, after doing a bunch of research. I think I I know the directions that I'm looking at on this on this subject. So I think I've narrowed it down to generally I I'm going to go for a fractal design case, Fantex or NZXT. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people have been buying the NZXT. Uh, what is it? 500 or 700? Uh, 500. Builds. I thought it was five. The yeah, 500. I mean they they have both, and I I think everybody's right. on the 500. Um. Which very slick looking case, but um, one thing that I was worried about when when building is is this stuff gonna have enough clearance for the CPU cooler, enough clearance for a, a full size graphics card, etc. Um, so I wanted to go slightly bigger, and that's one thing that I realized I I didn't need to because my current build um, I have plenty of space. Right. I probably could have gone with the Meshify C2 versus the S2. Um, I guess there is still potential that there might be GPU clearance issues, possibly, um, in in the future if I upgrade to something crazy. But at the moment, that that's not the case. So another learning thing is I don't need a... It's, it's not a full-size case. It's still considered a mid-tower case, but I don't need the biggest mid tower case um so if i could have if i could go back in time i probably would have got the meshify uh, c2 or an nzxt 510 um because the, the nzxt i really like their cases it, i think it just gives you like less less options slightly less space blah 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 but mm-hmm. a lot of people like them and, and really dig them and then fantex is like they're hardcore they have all all different kinds of sizes um all, all kinds of options, tons of accessories. So uh, Fantex cases seem like great buys as well. Um, I, I'm, I'm a fan of the Fractal stuff because it's very simple and bare bones, but sleek and modern. Uh, but they give you a little more options than NZXT. You can go mm-hmm. um, many different sizes, mesh, no mesh, whatever. So, and that has, is that the... You got the one with the tempered glass, right? Yeah, tempered glass side. Um, is it uh, dark or just normal tempered? It is dark. In retrospect, I probably should have gone normal because um, it, no. it, it, it is definitely dark and hard to see. But 
Dude, yeah, that's why you get RGB to light it up. That's the point. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, I, I have some RGB, so it's it's fine. No, you have RAM RGB and a little bit on your motherboard. I'm assuming. The the AMD cooler, the RAM, and oh those, yeah, those, yeah, those are, are full on RGB, and then um, the graphics card says GeForce on the side. Oh yeah, that well, okay, that doesn't count. That is it, just it, like yeah. a light. <laughs> So, um, but I, I really like the case. It was super, super easy to build in, and it has great cable management stuff on the back end. Like, mm-hmm. it was it was a dream. So, any of the main or like the the flagship cases from any of those companies, I think, would be the, a very similar experience to build in because um, they, they all have PSU shrouds, they all have grommets for cable management stuff on the back, um, case ma- or uh, hard drive mounts on the back, things like that. Um, but I, I it, it it was great. I I really liked the case. Probably could have gone smaller, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. I probably don't need mesh, um, in terms of the cooling. But again, I was I I was I would rather be safe than sorry. Next time, I mean, next time I'm probably gonna go for a silent build or go for an ITX build to try to get something small. But that's a conversation for another time. Yeah, that's it's much there. I I mean, it really sucks. I hate to say this that you went with the meshified because I was really looking at. Uh, I okay. When we get into the specifics of like C C two S twos, all that stuff, that's where you lose me. I know what a meshified looks like. I know what they're supposed to look like. Whatever, but that's what I was leaning towards for whenever I do mine. Um, that if I ever do it, and um. Seeing you have that case, I was like, ah. So now I had to switch, but it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um. A- another shout out is I hear Lee and Lee cases are really great, but it, um, yeah. they they always seem to be hard to come by because I, I believe it's a, a Chinese company or, or somewhere overseas, and and yeah, it's not. And, they're typically not in stock on Amazon. It seems like or yeah, they're third parties. Yeah, and they they usually have some crazy designs. Usually, like I I don't know if you ever saw the Linus built in it once. Um, the uh, uh, the aircraft carrier. I have not seen that one. Oh yeah, it's an aircraft like it looks like an aircraft carrier, and I want to say it even floats. Like it floats without parts in it. Once you put parts in it, it does not float. Mm. Yeah, but it's kind of funny. But I know they they have one case that like can fit two two entire builds in it. They have a case that you I think you can like transform it from tempered glass to like a non tempered glass case. Yeah, they do some kind of crazy stuff. Yeah, they they do, but they're you pay for that. So they're, they're another one I I would look out for too. Um, I think I'm going with Cooler Master if you're wanting my opinion. Now make sure to check reviews of whatever one you go with because I, I believe it. Like Hardware Canucks mentioned one of them like last year they they left out some kind of ventilation and it it actually uh yeah was way too hot yeah they're um i think you're thinking of the i can't remember i know they have the, the there's like the h500ps and those ones are like the good ones and then there's another one that's not that i can't remember i don't know it's not important what is important is uh 
I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah. I think the H500s were not good. The H500Ps were. Yeah. but And I believe there's a few cases that like Paul's Hardware really likes. Um, yeah. So, yeah, obviously you know what you're looking for. I mean, secretly, what I like to go for for cases, we're on cases. We're going with aesthetics. I, I love how Cooler Master does their, like, the two gigantic fans in the front. I just think that I with the mesh in front of it, that's what I wanted to do with the Mesh 5, was I wanted to put two gigantic fans in the front and have the RGB spin-up uh, show from behind the, the mesh yeah. and stuff. That's what I wanted to do with the Mesh 5, but, I mean... Color Master looks fine. That and I also secretly like Color Master's like power button. <laughs> I think it looks oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. So yeah, with with this with the case I got, uh, it it has a built-in fan controller. Now it's all it's all th- uh, three PMW or PMW three or whatever you call it. So it doesn't that doesn't have like a bunch of built-in RGB settings. But if, when it comes to just normal fans that are driven from the motherboard. Uh, curve um you can hook up a bunch of that so that was nice and it comes it came with three fans two intake one uh on the back and i ended up getting two two more of the same type uh to put on top uh for additional exhaust Mm -hmm. um so going to the psu the power supply um so, so i'm using the one that i got for the dell alienware upgrade so so that was an evga g5 850 watt um so the reason i went with that one is because i saw a youtube video where i could confirm that this power supply worked with the alienware because it has two cpu cables now i don't know enough about elect like electronic components but um to be honest i i don't no, can you mix and match like CPU and VGA and whatever on power supplies? Um, like, I, I think I've seen some YouTube videos where they're like, "Oh, you got to test test the voltage or whatever, and if this is this and this matches this, it's fine." I mean, sure. For, for me, that was a little too intensive, and I didn't want to mess it up. Um, so, the Alienware motherboard—it's—it's it's not a motherboard. And it's not a powerful enough PC that require that should require two CPU um, uh, power cables. cables coming from the the PSU, but it does. So that severely limits um, what power supplies you could upgrade to. Oh, really? Because that two dedicated CPU cables is very often 850 watts and above. Now, right. I I didn't want to mess with plugging in other types of like a, a VGA cable that's eight pin or whatever into the second connection. I I just I don't know enough about that side of things when it comes to electrical components and power supplies to mess with it. And um, the video I watched was um, somebody that didn't plug in that second the second CPU cable and it didn't boot when he plugged in the second CPU cable it worked. So I think it's it's built so that it requires the two. So if you want to upgrade, you need to you need to go overkill, um, unless unless mixing and matching is, is okay, which I I don't know the answer on. Um, so I I like the power supply. It it runs quiet. Uh, looks nice. Nice cables with um, um, mesh threading or whatever around them, so they, they seem very durable. Now it's 
for this new build that probably would be slightly overkill i should probably target a 650 because um, mm-hmm. i think with what i've got i'm you know around 500 psu and then just a little bit of safety in case i add a bunch of stuff or whatever um and then if i go to a big graphics card then the 850 would probably make sense 750 or 850 yeah so i mean i think go ahead i think that an 850 is fine i think that an eight i think that like person for what i'm looking at i'm doing like i want to do like a 750 um what is that a gold or bronze or platinum Uh, 880 plus gold Okay, so yeah, I wanted to do. I'm I'm wanting to go for like 750 gold as well at the very least. Yeah. Um, and I think no, I because I think that 850 it gives you like a good spot, a, a sweet spot where if you're wanting to overclock because you have a Ryzen, hint hint, wink wink, um, you can, you, like you have plenty of give for an overclock, you know. Right. I mean, and then also for a better graphics card, which I th- you'll get to later. Yeah, at at some point. <laughs> um, and, and then it, if I if I upgrade the, let, let's say hypothetically, for some reason I'm dissatisfied with the 3700 Ryzen, and I want to upgrade to their Zen 3 stuff, their 4000 series stuff when that comes out. Mm-hmm. If hypothetically I end up going with the highest highest one that they have, and then I I get. Uh, a 3080 um, RTX graphics card or something like that. The power supply is okay. So f- for me, it's like it's slightly future proofing. At least I didn't get like a 1300 watt one or are there even like 1600 watt ones? Like I, 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 I didn't go that route at least. Right. Um. So that brings me. Well, I'm gonna skip ahead to the graphics card section because then the rest of it's peripherals. Yeah. Um. So I'm still using the GTX 1070 that came with my Alienware. Uh, just move that over. Um, that's a solid card, you know. If you get like a 1660 right now, I, I think that's still like a slight downstep. I don't know if like the 1660 Ti or Supers better or it's probably the same or, or better, but 1070 is a good card. Um, what I'm holding out for is uh, Ampere, which is the the next series from from nvidia um which allegedly is going to have a lot better ray tracing performance and overall better performance because the rumor is it'll go to seven nanometer um die size now it is uh, something i asked you about the other day is it's getting hard to wait um since <laughs> if i went to the stuff like the 20 2070 or 2080 super that's still going to be a big jump yeah. Um, and I guess the reason I'm starting to think about doing it sooner is because, um, for one, the, the whole pandemic may push back the release. Like it's right. rumors are in September around, um, uh, Computex is typically when these things happen, the Computex yeah. uh, conference. So September possibly pushed back to fall or early 2021. And then the other thing is, uh, AMD's card, Big Navi or whatever, their their high end graphics card with with hardware ray tracing is also going to be coming in the fall. And then there's also been rumors online that Nvidia is going to push things back to see what Big Navi can do. AMD's card, 
right. um, so that they can effectively respond to it. And these companies like to do shady shit like that, like r- release updates and patches and, and cards days before and after each other. So I can definitely <laughs> see that happening. It's so funny. It's so funny because they're family. So it's like, I don't know, it's so weird knowing that. That they, they especially like, be, well, obviously between AMD and Nvidia, like, I mean, it's. I just think it's so funny that like the two CEOs are related to each other, and they still like are constantly doing shady shit between the two of them. Yeah, I think it's hilarious. So, if if it comes out that I'm gonna do, have to wait till 2021. I may not want to wait that long. And uh, EVGA does like a, a budget card, like the, their KO series, because they do a bunch of like um, super, like 2080, not supers, 2080 Ultras, 2080 XC, the 2080 for the wins, which mm-hmm. are higher end, the 2080 Kingpin, which is like the highest end. And then they also do a KO, which is like a budget. So they, they already did a 2060 KO, um, which is like a... Uh, 30 to 40 bucks less and then they just announced 2070 and 2080 ko so we may start seeing cards that are slightly discounted so i don't know it's a developing situation i mean i think right now i understand why you want to why you want to upgrade like it makes sense don't get me wrong but also at the same time like just think of it if you wait you if you wait and let's say cards do come out they're going to discount these current ones so you can like whatever you're looking at you can probably jump up one for like the same price like if you're looking at uh, a 2070 super you can probably get a 2080 ti for like not okay like roughly the same price i'm not going to say exactly but roughly the same price because I mean, obviously they're all gonna have to drop. So if you just wait a little bit longer, you can end up getting a little bit better. But I completely understand like the itch, dude. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. It, it again, it's a developing situation, but we'll see what happens there. And I I'm I am also excited to see what AMD does with their next line of graphics cards. Um, so their current stuff the like the radeon 5700 xt is it's considered like probably the best performance per dollar but it still doesn't beat like a rtx 2070 mm-hmm. in terms of raw performance and doesn't have ray tracing so they're competing in the mid high end they're not competing in the the full-on high end nvidia still has that that monopoly there so i'm excited to see what that competition brings and what they're able to do because like we we know what AMD is doing on next gen consoles, so we know that we're gonna have ray tracing and, and other types of technology that are exciting, and um, they just haven't seen that or they haven't brought that out to desktop desktop GPUs. Now, unfortunately, I have a G Sync display, so I'm pretty much gonna have to stay with Team Green because I'm not giving up um, adaptive sync, and uh, I don't really want to. Also have to get a free sync display, but we'll see what happens. I mean, okay, so you, I don't know if it works the other way, but you do know that um, the video cards work with free sync, right? So, so it's 
if you have a it's a free you have to have a free sync display that is like G sync certified or, or compatible yeah. yeah whatever yeah so, so my monitor that I have right now is is not a free sync it's just a just a basic G sync not free sync with the G sync added on top and and then right. this whole adaptive sync thing is confusing and annoying as well so either way um, I could potentially well I. I could get a FreeSync monitor to have the the possibility of getting a AMD graphics card, and as long as it's G-Sync compatible, I'm still fine yeah. right now. But but it's it, I, I, I'm gonna worry about that later. I mean, the only thing that I'm saying I'm looking at monitors right now as well, and because um, like I'm start I'm trying to buy bit by bit by bit rather than just spending a whole bunch of money on one. Like, that's why, I, as as oddly as it is, I actually needed a new headset, so that's why I got the headset that I want for right. my setup. So, like, the next thing that I need for my, my job is I need a new mo- I need an extra monitor. So, like, I'm looking at monitors that are... Yeah, I'm looking at monitors to, like, use as my secondary monitor, because, like, I don't want the monitor that I buy now, I do not want that to be my main monitor, so I'm, like, planning on going for, like, a cheaper monitor to get, like, yeah. But the one that I'm looking at is FreeSync, G-Sync compatible. Yeah, and I, I think that's probably the best way to go, because since FreeSync is open source, it's you're going to save a little money there. Yeah. I think... Like the one I got was just kind of the perfect timing in terms of deal and right. it was Black Friday and whatever. So I mean, discussion for off the cast, but let me know before you hit buy. I mean, so we I can will. make sure it's a good one. <laughs> I mean, I doubt it's that good, but like I said, it's it's not my main monitor. It's a secondary monitor. It has a burst amount. It's a 4K. It's a Samsung. Um, it's less than four hundred dollars. So that's good. That's good. Um, and uh, oh yeah, it goes to a ninety degree. Like it'll it'll go. Uh, yeah. I mean, not ninety degree. It'll go landscape, not landscape, portrait. Portrait. Yeah, portrait. It'll go portrait, which is what I want. Like I want a, I want a large ultra wide to be the main one, and that one to be in landscape, and then have another one to the left that is in portrait. There we gotcha. go. And I want Versa mount because I want to get some sort of mounting system that uses Versa. Also, Versa is just so nice. I didn't realize how nice it was. But, like, I don't really care about HDR because I don't plan on using it for gaming very much or, like, anything that will need it. So I don't care too much about that. So I was more interested in going with 4K. But I say this as somebody that bought it, but I didn't. I mean, I, yeah... So it's just on the books right now. Like I'm just been looking into it, really? but yeah, because it's because I also discussed buying an 86 inch TV. So what's it matter? Yeah, <laughs> I guess I could use that as my secondary monitor. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. So that was the majority of the components. They're pretty much everything. So then, um, I as I got into using it, um. I guess I'll, I'll talk about the, the actual build first before then I got into using it and got some a couple peripherals. So the physical build itself took me about six hours. And like a dumbass, I did this during the week when I had to get up for work. But <laughs> it, it wasn't, you know, I was okay. It was fine. I just went to sleep like 
11.30 or something. But, <laughs> like um, a dumbass. <laughs> yeah. So it was about six hours of physically getting everything in the case and then hitting go or hitting the power button, which is a very scary moment. And really? one thing that I had heard online was that Ryzen usually takes slightly longer to post than you would think. So mm-hmm. that, that very first time it did take a little while for anything to pop up, but it actually did post and go and, and boot first time. So I, I was honestly proud that that happened my, my first time trying to build something. Um, and then the second night I spent like four hours installing windows, doing updates, uh, installing and updating everything I needed um, software wise, which is another very time consuming part of the, part of the process what uh so i know that you have windows standard did you is it activated yeah okay so i i i I know you can get windows keys for like 30 bucks but i i didn't want to chance it and i just went with um a windows retail key so you can get like an oem key for 110 and then a retail key for like 140 and then new egg had a sale uh it was like 10 10 bucks off each of those which, yeah, not to not to poop on anybody, but I would recommend going Amazon over Newegg these days, unfortunately. I mean, but you really, I future reference if you want a Windows key, just do King King Kingwin Kingwin. Yeah, Kingwin. I think it's like twenty bucks, dude. So I, I went with the retail key, so that if whenever I upgrade, as long as it's still Windows ten, I can I can move that key from motherboard to motherboard, no no issues. Mm-hmm. But I mean, everybody online is like, just get just get a CD key from whatever website and it's gonna work fine and whatever. So um, I, I was just a little cautious about that. Probably didn't need to be. So I mean, it's your first time. Yeah. So some peripherals that I ended up getting, I like like you said, I tried to go piece by piece as much as I could. I got the case a long time ago. Already had um, the power supply. A while, or a while back, I also added a, an SSD drive to um, my Alienware uh, desktop, so I already had a hard drive I was going to use. A few things like that, but um, for for the entire time I had my Alienware, I had a Razer Black Widow keyboard and a Razer Death Adder mouse, which over it's a mechanical keyboard and a, and a good, very solid gaming mouse, but what I realized is I don't think I like the the razor green switches. Um, they're very mushy and um, it doesn't seem like the click actually matches with the actuation point, which could be from it getting old. But it, it for actual typing it doesn't it didn't seem to work super great and it's very clicky and it just didn't feel like it was totally on point. So I wanted to go slightly smaller, so I ended up getting a Steel Series. And this whole section is going to seem like Steel Series um, advertising, but <laughs> I got a Steel Series Apex Seven Ten keyless with Cherry MX Red switches, so it's uh, much quieter. It's not clicky. Um, uh, it's not tactile, so um, I, I don't think it actually has a lower actuation point, but it you you don't feel the 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 tactile um, resistance when you click, so it's a mm-hmm. little bit faster. Um, and that's that's been a lot better for me personally uh, when it comes to, to typing and everything. Um, so I think mechanical keyboard switches are a very very um, 
individual preference type of thing but um, after using the razor one for a long time and seeing oh, i don't like this and this um i think the the apex 7 with with uh cherry red switches was a good purchase um i got a steel series rival 310 mouse so the i have an older razor death adder which is fairly heavy for a mouse their newer models are a little lighter but um i wanted to go to a lighter mouse and the the rival was about like 20 grams lighter um and it, it was on sale it was like 20 bucks off so i was like i'll give this a shot i really like it so far i i have no complaints with that mouse it's very nice so um and it was it was like 35 bucks on sale i think it's like 50 normally so if you're able to find it on sale yeah. that's a great deal for a super solid mouse um what mouse pad uh i also got a there's a steel series just normal did it yeah, come it, free with the mouse it wasn't free but it was like bundled or whatever oh really hmm. it wasn't free that's weird uh, amazon sometimes does does oh you buy okay yeah i think that if you i think the steel series website now i mean the difference is probably better but um if you do the steel series website i know whatever i bought mine from the steel series site they gave you um a small mouse pad with it like a free for it was bundled together quote unquote gotcha. um then last steel series thing i got also it was on sale um was the arctis 7 headset so i wanted to go wireless so wireless is great battery life lasts a long time the digital or the virtual 7.1 surround sound is awesome um so i've been using that headset for gaming and that's it, amazing and then the last peripheral that i upgraded to was also like i think when i got my alienware i got the old xbox wireless adapter which is a pretty chunky usb stick and the problem on my case is that it took up a usb slot in any direction because it's it's the actual oh. stick itself is slightly thicker than the USB slot, right? Dude, so, that's like the worst thing in the world. Yeah, and I didn't. I was, I was like, oh, this this newer, smaller one looks cool, but I have no reason to get it. And then when I put this thing together and tried to put it anywhere, it literally, if if you had a total grid of USB ports, it could potentially take out five USB ports from one spot because it just overlaps just slightly. So, had to go with the upgraded wireless adapter, which is like a normal flash drive, doesn't overlap anything, works great. Gosh, Dane, I just got a little annoyed from just thinking about that. I gotta make sure that these cases don't have anything like that. So, that is everything that, um, or pretty much everything that went into this case and into this build so uh so far i've been really enjoying it um the ryzen runs super fast i mean the games i'm using are not cpu bottleneck so it's it's been a breeze in that in that regard but it's been running great um yeah no complaints that's good aside from the things i complained about but uh zero zero to ten uh experience overall experience like just overall what would you say 
for building your first one? I'd say an eight. Um, I realize that I need. There's a few tools I need. I could I could go for a new scu- screwdriver set. Um, better flashlights. You didn't have it. You didn't go out and get a screwdriver set for it. Well, so I got a cheap, like, uh, oh technology or, or computer, whatever kind of screwdriver set. But from it wasn't a no-name brand off Amazon. Dang you! And the problem is, is, is you swap out all the different screwdriver heads, and it, it is not magnetic enough that they stay in. So <laughs> that wow. was a terrible mistake. Oh my god! I can't believe you right now. You, you so, disappoint me. So I, I did get a screwdriver set, but it wasn't great. And then my normal Phillips is old, and it, it was getting fairly dull. Um, so I, since then, I did pick up a decent screwdriver set that, that is, um, more durable, um, new fresh heads, and is not magnetic swapping out. So that's not an issue. Um, luckily, the fractal case is almost all thumb screws for everything so yeah. it wasn't an issue i mean yes but still you i fix it dude how did you watch so many youtube channels and you did not come across i fix it i mean i see there's i saw i, I thought i thought oh what's it screwdrivers how could it be that bad but, dude oh my god they're the best in the world god I learned my lesson i mean it's fine i'm not i'm trying to teach you i'm trying to use this as a teaching lesson and in my current apartment, I don't have a lot of areas that, like, are not carpeted. Um, right. So the static electricity side of things, I'm kind of limited on. So um, I guess I should get mats or whatever, but um, I made that work. I mean, I think overall the actual building of it went a lot better than I thought it would. And... Um, did you think of a decent amount of time so well yeah i mean yeah but it's your first time time. yeah Yeah, it's your first time you're gonna be a little nervous i can i yeah um you're gonna like check and double check and probably recheck um what was i gonna ask now now i forgot what i was gonna say um so what did you watch a YouTube video to like put it together, or did you just kind of like know just because you knew, or? Oh, I watched what, a bunch of YouTube videos, tons of YouTube. Videos. Like, did you watch it while you were doing it, or yeah, was it? I, well, okay. in in the months ahead, I spent a ton of time researching, and then also had a couple of them playing while I did that to, and then I, I could right. fast forward right. or go to whatever section I needed to. Right. Who did you watch? I'm curious. The main one was Paul's Hardware. Cause he has like a really detailed like three step or like three part one. That's like yeah. an hour. And then. Did you do what he says to start up? Like the you the part three. Did you follow those steps? Just curious. For the most part, I don't remember exactly what it said. Okay. He he goes into like he does the XMP stuff, and I didn't know. And well, he does the BIOS, setting it up, getting it ready, all that stuff. Yeah, I think first thing first thing fantastic. I did was check the BIOS. Right. Well, yeah. And make sure that everything that I installed showed up and it was the right information. Right. Right. Um, all right. Yeah. And then I think like I finished that one, like that set, and then I watched. 
um, some Jay's two cents videos afterwards. Yeah, I like him too. So, <laughs> like I said, yeah, I'd say an eight out of ten. It went smoother than I thought it would. Um, I think next time I could go even faster. Um, well, which time, I mean, yeah. not to go fast, but but take a decent or take less time. No, dude, Sonic the Hedgehog over here. Gotta go fast. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good to hear. At least you enjoyed yourself. At least you uh, you you now know that you can do it. Yeah. It it felt good to build something and you know from the ground up. Well, not not totally from the ground up, but pretty darn close. I mean, as close as you're going to get. As close as most people are going to get. Yeah. All right, let's park this bus. All right, well, next time we'll actually get into the actual news and such um, and dig into more of that. But that was the first episode of CPU, Computer Podcast Utility. Um, Follow uh, at ZTargeting2016 to see what's going on with this podcast and Codec Call. Um, you can follow myself at LukeDollar23. The code is at FoxDay89. Um, like, subscribe, and, and tell a friend. Um, hope. Well, I guess we got to figure out our hosting or hosting situation or how, how to figure out or how to work the internet. But this podcast will be on some kind of services at some point, hopefully. <laughs> well, it'll be on the internet. Yeah, somehow. <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> somewhere somehow some way yeah all right so other than that thank you guys for listening and we'll catch you next time